1: When it comes to the meeting between Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft, has been reported a, a few different places. Is it your understanding that that's taking place uh, early in the week? And if so, what do you expect to come from it? I don't have any intel on when the meeting is
3: going to happen. Uh, so I would defer to Mike Reese who gets stuff right on a regular basis that if it's going to happen Monday and he's reporting that, then that's when it will happen. What do I expect to come from it? It's kind of up to Bill since no conversations have been held, and no one from ownership has gone to Bill and said, well, what's been going on here, and and how do you think it went sideways, and how do you look to resolve it? With that having not taken place, it would appear to me that they are leaving the ball in his court for that day, or they are planning to do all the talking. The longer it goes, with no conversations at all, to expect that there is going to be something revolutionary that emanates – from Monday, and even if those conversations go into Tuesday and Wednesday, I just don't understand how that's what's best for the football team.
1: Hour number two, Jones and Mego with Arkin here on WEI. That was Tommy Curran making his weekly appearance from NBC Sports Boston. If you missed any of that, check out the full interview; it's worth a listen. Use the rewind feature on the Odyssey app. You can listen uh, to past interviews there. We also talked to Andrew Callahan of the Boston Herald yesterday you can also listen live on the odyssey app or by telling your smart speaker to play 937 weei that comment and it's funny because i've now watched the clip i don't know 10 times you know usually i after the show i'll usually go back and watch what we we sent out listen to stuff and i've maybe watched that clip 10 times now if you watch all of our faces none of us really bad, an eye it's kind of up to bill because i don't know i think we're listening to the full thing and I think a lot of people have heard that line right there. It's kind of up to Bill and assumed what Curran is saying is his future is up to Bill. The question is, how does the meeting go? What do you expect to come out of the meeting and how is Bill going to handle the meeting? It's kind of up to kind Bill. kind of up to Bill. is how I took it. And look, you're allowed to interpret it however you want. Just I'm just telling you in real time how I heard it. I've listened to it a bunch. I've watched it a bunch. That's still how I hear it. I will acknowledge for anybody, and we get this every single day. Uh, you know, oh, funny. Uh, this is in the Twitch chat. Funny. I thought Curran said the decision was made a month ago. And so I think that is a, a valid criticism of Curran. Like, you said a decision was made in Germany. You've now kind of said, well, nothing is final. Minds can be changed. Like, I do think he's he's walked that back to a degree. And if you think there's, there's some flimsiness there or that's been, uh, you know, a little wishy-washy, I'll grant you that. I didn't think this answer yesterday was was anything in that realm. I didn't think he was saying that Bill can save his job. I think what he said, when he said it right there at the end, like how is it best for the football team to drag this out and wait for Bill's answer? I just think he meant how Bill handles the meeting, and I think what he said, not meant, what he said is that how Bill handles the meeting is up to Bill. It's kind of up to Bill. He can come in with hat in hand. He can come in groveling. He can come in argumentative. He can come in... As with his listening ears on, listening to Robert Kraft, like that, I think that's what Tom meant there. So if you want to tell me he was very strong saying a decision was made in Germany and now it's softened a little bit fair. I don't, I don't think that answer yesterday was anything more than how Bill's going to treat the meeting. And that's up to Bill is how I took it. Mego.
4: Yeah, I feel like we're getting we're like parsing so many words here. So
1: Okay, but in fairness, it's a it's a big report and yeah. a big thing. So no, I, get no, why, I, I get why I get why people just, are parsing. I know words. what
4: I'm what I'm gonna say is gonna sound like semantics. So with the original report that he had about the decision was made in Germany, it's what he was told by a source. He's not saying he was in the room and watched a decision, someone come to a decision. Like it's, I, I think you can say a source told me this. And then as time goes on, maintain, yes, the source told me that after Germany still accounts for human nature of decision of minds changing, of Bill going into a situation and being able to change a mind. And also that, Part of it might be, hey, if you're going into a series of meetings, if it goes Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe how it goes is also, is Bill going to work with the crafts? Is Bill going to work with ownership about finding a trade landing spot or something like that? Like you can take it in many different directions. It doesn't negate to me. There was no part of that when I was listening to him, answer that question, I believe it was Arkan's question about how the meeting's going to go. There was no part of me that goes, oh my God, he's negating the report that he had a month ago.
1: Yeah, and so to me, and again, maybe you just think we're a bunch of dummies. I I know a lot of you do.
4: Totally fair.
1: But like, watch all of our, like none of us even bat an eye when he says it, because I I think in full context, he's talking about how Bill's going to treat the meeting.
2: And so, well, for the people who Not don't... like Bill gets to decide if he yeah, stays higher. hired. I mean, like, that, obviously, he wasn't saying I mean,
1: that. that's, that's what I thought, but again, yeah. you're allowed to view it differently. And if you do, and I know there's a lot of people out here... Um, Curran's full of crap. Curran's making it up. Bedard doesn't know. Phil Perry has no idea. Everybody except everybody seems to like Mike Reese. Uh, everybody's making it up. It's all Mike Reese. They, they, they don't know. Yeah, it's just Reese trashing everybody. That'd be hilarious. Doing all right. Reese just That'd be has a great twist. Reese just has like you know this choir boy you know like a, a facade. And then he goes home and he's drinking Jolt Cola and he's all pimple faced with snacks, just trolling everybody on the I internet. Had
4: Reese, big piece, like what is like Let, that Let was... me close out my Warcraft. Hold
1: on, <laughs> exactly. He's he's Cartman, and so um, I would like to hear from those people because, like, what I what I think I I already know what's going to happen. I feel like I know what's going to happen for everybody's like. Current's full of crap. Curran doesn't know is when Bill's no longer the head coach of the Patriots. It'll be Curran just guessed. He guessed. He, he threw was,
4: something against the wall. He, he was lucky. Know, yeah. He
1: didn't know. He just got lucky. I-D-G-A-F. You you shouldn't, Tom. I agree with you on that. Broken clock is right twice a day. That sort of thing. And so just if he's right and Bill loses his job, are you going to give him credit? I'd like to hear from people on that. Uh, but you can weigh in. Arkham, what were you just saying? I didn't mean to cut you off.
2: Um, about re- it,
1: Curran and what he said yesterday.
2: Yeah, I mean, basically it was it was pretty clear, I thought. It's just that a lot of people didn't like the initial report. They don't like the idea of the crafts deciding that Bill's not going to be there anymore. They don't like that someone's reporting that. And so everyone's looking for sort of an opportunity to dunk on Curran, and they took that little out of context, not even really addressing that earlier report at all. This is a, a different topic, I think, and using that to try and dunk on Curran. That's really all it was. It was so, just Internet mob stuff.
1: And sorry to jump on you. So let yeah. me let me hear... Um, Ryan just said he has the original uh, statement that he made on NBC Sports Boston. This is from December 12th. All right, so let's hear what Curran said originally that uh, got the ball, ro- uh, ball rolling and everybody said, Cur- Curran doesn't know what he's telling. He's just making
2: it up. When they came out of Germany, conversations I had that week made it very clear that a decision was made and they were going to play out the string. And at the end of the year, there would be a parting of the waves for a variety of reasons. I think, and I wasn't told this specifically, but the main one being. Don't fire Bill Belichick during the season. Additionally, though, he's an asset. He's under contract for another year. It's only through next year. So that would not be an impediment to them changing course. And it had gone too far. The Germany game, the Commanders game, the Saints game. All huge marquee games. And then there was a Chargers game after that. Just because they won last week in Pittsburgh in prime time, I don't think it quells anything.
1: Yeah, so I I would just this is me personally I'm not a reporter Mego I just would have leaned all in I'd be like he's done and every time I came on I'd be like he's done I told you I said I it was told Germany you. he's done I mean that's what I would do but I don't have to deal with sources I don't have to deal with you know <laughs> credibility because I'm not a journalist <laughs> like I have to de- a journalist I don't have to deal with any of that oh, that's a w-
4: stressful way to live that's
1: that's what I would do I'd just be like he's done I told you he's done he's done he's done I was told he's done he's done so when I say it's a little bit wishy-washy, that's what I mean. But I I really didn't think the answer yesterday was the case. If Bill keeps his job, dunk on him. If Bill keeps his job, Curran was wrong. He had no clue. He had bad information. Whatever. I think Tom knows stuff. I think you hear it there, and he says, I was get, I heard conversations or had conversations that led me to believe he's done after the year, and it'll be a parting of the ways. Could be a trade. It'll be a parting of the ways. I still think that's what happens. I think most of the other reporters out there are kind of tiptoeing around the same thing. Volen today, it's expected that's going to be the case from people that close to Bill, people close to the crafts, people around the league. You know, Breer the other day said it's a greater than fifty percent chance he's out. Callahan told us the same thing yesterday. Even Rapsheet, for as much as he says nobody knows, and he just all Rapsheet does is just lay out every scenario over and over again. Like he talk about covering your bases and covering your ass. That's all he does. He just says well, he could be traded, he could be fired, he could be back. Well, no crap. I get that. <laughs> I understand that. Talk about covering your own ass. So even he, I think, is granting that this could be the end. And a lot of people feel that way. And so Curran just went in on it first. And I, I suspect he's going to be right about it. If he's not, go ahead and dunk on him. Yeah, it, no, you're a weird guy.
4: It's also just the most enormous story. So I'm not going to criticize if there is a source that gives you something and you put it out there and you're early and then, Time goes on and it's you allow for the possibility that something could change over the matter of six weeks. Like, do you not want the reporter to say it in season? That That's what I would ask.
1: What do you mean? The source or, or as a fan?
4: So if, if a reporter is told something. Yeah. Yeah. And let's say you're a reporter. Well, and on. someone but, says but Meggo, but Meggo, yeah, you know, there's gonna be a decision made.
1: Mego, you've reported though. You're you're you are an actual reporter.
4: Well, I mean, not so much anymore. No, but you have
1: been in the past. Now just a blogger. Right. Now <laughs> you're now you're just a little God, old blogger. Damn
4: it and a poet.
1: But no no, but you have been a reporter in the past. Just because you hear something doesn't mean you just run with it. No. Right? So you have to hear it from somebody credible and you have to trust it and you have to vet it to some degree. And I believe Curran did all that. So I I don't think he just heard it and he's like, "I'm just going with it." I don't no, think no, he does no. that. No, no, no,
4: I don't. But I'm saying, it, do you like we criticize people all the time for why did you wait so long? Tom got criticized when he first said that because they said, "Well, why didn't you say that right after Germany?" Mm-hmm. So he said it a couple weeks after Germany, and it's allowing for okay, there's going to be six weeks that go by or whatever the amount of time will ultimately be that circumstances could shift a little bit. I don't think that that means that the original report is fabricated, wrong, out of hot air, or whatever crazy people are saying out there. Yeah, You can also just say, well, I don't think that, if you want to disagree, you can say, I don't think that he has a good source on it or whatever. I don't feel that way. I still believe in the original report, and I don't think he's backtracking. But whatever. Yeah,
1: I mean, look, uh, we're obviously biased. We have him on every week. I like Tom personally, and I've I've always respected his reporting. Like long before I talked to him every week, I always thought you know he and Reese are the most plugged in. On, you got to make room for Butte on the beat, and so uh, we're obviously biased. Uh, I, I like Tom, and again, I trust his reporting. Uh, we'll ultimately see who's right. All I'm saying is, if Bill's out, he's going to be right. Right. Or is it just he got lucky? Like, is that really what we're going to say? He got he got lucky. Well, I guess I guess a broken clock is right twice a day. Curran jumped the gun, and boy, he's lucky. Is that what we're going to say, or are we going to give him credit for being weeks ahead of the story? I'm going to do the second thing. 617-779-7937. Uh, you can weigh in here. On Jones and Mego with Arcand. our big question of the day, what's a reasonable time frame for Robert Kraft to make his decision on Bill Belichick? There were a few other items from Bill earlier today that, to me, jumped out. And to me, we're quite interesting. Uh, What does Bill Belichick think of Gerard Mayo as a potential coaching candidate? And what does he think of Mac Jones? As a future quarterback in the NFL, he was asked both those things earlier today. You'll hear his answers right after Trending with our
3: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
0: Now back to Jones and Mego on WEEI.
3: Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime.
0: I think that the chances of Bill Belichick being the head coach for next season, for 2024, being the Patriots head coach, I would put at about somewhere between 10 and 20%. Uh, I don't completely rule it out. I've been pretty decidedly in the camp that I think this is it.
1: Flyer! You don't know! Fake news! 10 and 20%, says Greg Bedard. A broken
4: clock,
1: (laughs) right? 20 (laughs) and 80. Liar. Liar. I mean, I said after the Callahan story yesterday, I don't know that I had quite gone this low. Like, 0% chance he's back after the Callahan story. How are you bringing – how can you – and, like, Robert knew all that stuff already. But now that Robert knows, we all know, that the front office hates the coaches and the coaches hate the front office and the players don't like the coaches and, you know – bill is warring with mayo who's warring with o'brien or i'm sorry bill's warring with o'brien who's warring with mayo and the guys on defense are all warring with one another it's like now that robert knows that we know zero percent like 10 to 20 still sounds high to me callahan says yesterday it's more likely than not so what's that 51 percent that's similar to what breer said the other day so like i just i can't imagine I can't imagine he's back after all of that. So what's the holdup? Why is there a holdup? That's something we've been talking about all day based on what Ben Volum wrote in the Globe.
4: With all of these prediction that, predictions that we're hearing from people around the team, reporters around the team, can you think of one person who said he's back. it's more likely than not that he's back?
1: Uh, I do wanna... when this
4: has come up, and I know that these are no no no, 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 no. I'm telling
1: you, I think, I think Human Reese will. Reese, we just played the clips yesterday. Reese was like, "Well, Wiggy." Reese was like, Reese
4: was like, if he wants to be back,
1: yeah. But he even also, if he, but wants he also to be said back. he could see him working with like a. Per- I feel like Reese is. As far as I know, the closest to that off the top of my head.
4: So if he worked with an a new person or somebody in personnel, yeah, what Volan and wrote gave today up some GM.
1: Bill would have to give up more power. That's what the crafts are going into the meeting and planning on doing, and Bill would have to be amenable to that. And and Reese said he thinks he probably would be. So that's probably the closest person. I don't know that anybody's ever pinned down Reese on a on a number.
4: No, I don't think if he was, if he came onto our show, we would say speculate. Yeah, give yeah. us a prediction. Give us a number. It's just your opinion. Yeah. We'll put it out there as a report.
1: People are so. And f- everyone
4: on Twitter will get mad at you. People are so
1: <laughs> afraid to do that on this show. Callahan didn't want to do it yesterday. Oh, uh, Curren-
3: this is just
0: my opinion.
1: Current never wants to do it, and uh, yeah, people are so afraid to do that. It's just like, yeah, just come on, put a percentage on. Come roll on,
4: come on, roll the dice. We just want roll to use that it. against you in the
1: future. That's We're all. We're
4: just gonna get everyone angry at you <laughs> and talk about your credibility and say that you suck and they hate you. Yeah, like why and you used to be good, but you're not good now.
1: <laughs>
2: okay, stop it.
1: So current and Bedard, it's all fake news they don't know what they're talking about uh and if they happen to be right and bill loses his job oh well it was just a lucky guess i i, I already know that's how this is going to be played and i'm anno- i'm already just annoyed by it like i'm, I'm like usual mego i'm just you I'm,
4: make up things for yourself to be annoyed by no, this hasn't happened no, yet. I, yeah
1: i know but i'm just it's I'm a ten,
4: future jones problem 10
1: steps ahead of everybody i can already i can see the future and i already know how it's going to go Bill's gonna lose his job. Everybody who was right reporting in it with actual sourced reporting is just going people are just gonna say, well, they were just lucky and they guessed and they jumped the gun and they didn't actually know. See, and, Jones, now, and now I'm annoyed at it already before it's even happened because I already know it's gonna happen.
4: This is a lesson in self-care. I was talking to you about this the other day. I don't like when I, I don't, don't need proc- a lesson in such when a I thing. when I don't procrastinate in something uh-huh. and I'm like, I'm doing this today because I'm thinking of future Mego. Yeah. And future Mego, I gotta take care of her. I don't care She's about She's gonna be happy. I don't happy care about tomorrow. future Jones. I don't well, care about okay, future Jones one day. So put off that stress, anxiety, and anger for future jones when that actually happens you don't have to worry about it today you don't have to be mad that's a about fair it point. Today.
1: i guess i i say i'm not worried about future jones so but take i guess care
4: of today jones
1: i guess i am worried it's about not future a problem
4: jones. for today jones it's that's future true jones next week jones will be pissed off No, it's a good this. point i guess I, today this jones can focus on making up other scenarios for marcus smart after the game tonight
1: i am worried about future jones that's true i say it but i'm just lying to myself yeah. i am i am actually very worried about future you're, jones. Like, you're right.
4: pain is coming my way and i don't feel good about it and i'm already anxious <laughs> huh it's oh, no what way a, to
1: live. What an out-of-body experience.
4: I, uh, I gleaned all this because I was on the phone with Eversource today for 25 minutes. Uh, nice.
1: So. You had some time to uh, think stuff through. <laughs> I mean, talk about seeing the future. Uh, six, I, one, I seven. think
2: you guys just had a breakthrough.
1: Yeah, no, I think we yeah. did. I'm saying. Like what Freudian breakthrough. Am, I am worried about... I, I do love Future Jones. <laughs> I am enough. I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I don't hate myself. I do love Future Jones. I, I am, like
4: me. I am Damn enough it. for
1: myself. I like me. That was a breakthrough. Thank you for that. On a Friday, uh, 617-779-7937. You can continue to vote at Jones and Meggo. Uh What's an acceptable time frame for Robert Kraft to make a decision on Bill Belichick and his future? It.
4: Poetry and therapy. Uh,
1: that's true. Both today. Uh, we are up to almost 45% say he should be done after Monday's meeting which means 55% of you think it should take longer than that, which I think is nuts. Continue to vote there uh, and also dial us up at 617-779-7937. I mentioned a couple of things on on Bill. Uh, Ryan said this to me in the last break. Let's start with, before we play Bill from today, and I thought Bill actually was fairly interesting. I mean, you guys know me. I I usually listen to a Bill press conference, and I'll say two or three interesting clips, maybe like five interesting clips. I flagged like eight different things today. I thought he was pretty interesting today. Uh which is rare for him and me thinking seven. That. So no, 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 eight. And so uh let's start with this. Before we play him from today about Mac and Mayo, let's hear let's hear him on Mac Jones last year, at the end of the year. Uh or or towards the end of the season anyway. He was asked about Mac Jones and his ability to play quarterback in the league. Here's what he said. Hey, good
5: morning, Bill. Um with with Mac Jones, um, health permitting, is is he a player that you envision being your starting quarterback? Next season, or is this a position position you need to reevaluate this offseason? Yeah, well, I think there's, uh, you know, Mac has the ability to, um, you know, to play quarterback in this league, and you know, we have to all work together to try to, you know, find the best um, and most, you know, best way to as a as a football team, um, which obviously the quarterback's an important position to be more productive than we were this year and so that's incumbent upon all of us we'll all work together on that and and again look for better results
1: okay not exactly a ringing endorsement nope but he has the ability to play quarterback in this league okay something he answered it uh how'd it go today when he was asked about mac jones and his future
2: bill uh, around this time a year ago you gave a, a review of Mac Jones saying you thought he had the ability to play quarterback in this league. I'm just wondering a year later, what's your evaluation of him and whether he still can be a
5: starter in the NFL? Yeah, I'll, I'll hold off on any evaluations on anybody. Um, I don't really think that's appropriate right now. We're just as a team trying to focus for the jets and uh, in our last game here and you know, try to get our player our best game of the year. So, um, Let's leave it at that.
1: Okay. Now, there's a lot of reasons why Bill could decide not to answer that. Number one, what he said, we're getting ready for the Jets. I'm not going to distract from that. Don't ask me about any future evaluations. That's a question for Monday, although we know how he'll answer that, and I guess this is worrying again about future Jones, but we know how he'll answer (laughs) that on Monday is he'll say, well, we just got done with the, the game yesterday, and I haven't even had time to think about that, and then he'll be done maybe forever in New England. So he'll never answer it. And he probably wouldn't answer it anyway.
2: I've been up all night trying to get Matthew Slater the ball. <laughs> just, I haven't been able to think about anything else. And
4: so so like I'm making myself sick over it. Number
2: one answer, you take it at face value. He's Looks like fo- all the
1: walls and the shining. He's focused on the Jets. He doesn't wanna open up any other avenues and other evaluations. Fine. That's number one. Number two, he's back, but he knows Mac is gone, and this is a message that Mac is dead to him, which I think we already know. He's benched him four times. He hasn't played in six weeks. Fine. Uh, there's also the option that Bill's like, I'm not here. You guys know I'm not going to be back. Why are you asking me about a quarterback that I'm not going to trade? I'm not going to be in charge of. I definitely won't be trading for wherever I wind up. So why do you think Bill answered it that way? Why do you think a year ago he says Mac has an ability to play in the league? And I understand he doesn't want to answer anything he wants to say it's just all about the Jets, but it's easy to say, well, yeah, I still feel the same way.
4: I think the big difference is that Mac isn't the starter right now. And so he's like, I'm not going to get into semantics about, you know, the – Guys that are so, second on the death chart. So I
1: guess here's my real question. Do you think Bill really take it at face value? A year ago, he said he thinks he can play in the league, and now he's not answering. I mean, do you think Bill really questions if he can play in the league?
4: Yeah, I do. I, I'm i sure he does. I mean, I'm not sure because I haven't asked him, but I, I, I would assume strongly that he doesn't think that Mac has what it takes to be a starter in the league, that probably he's seen a lot of what he hates in a quarterback – throughout his play, which is all the turnovers and lack of ball security and all of that.
1: Okay. So I I wonder if it's that as well. And again, maybe he's just like, look, guys, I I don't want to make another bad prediction here. <laughs> <Come> <laughs> well, on. maybe that, or maybe he's just like, I'm done anyway. And uh, it's not, it's not my quarterback to be in charge of. So maybe it's that. I also found this one to be interesting. And this is not the first time Bill's answered this, this way this week. And... You know, there there hasn't been a lot of complimenting going back and forth between Bill Belichick and Gerard Mayo. You know, Mayo was asked about the Bedard report earlier in the week. Uh, we pointed this out at the time when we played the clip. But he referenced something to the fact of, oh, well, when change happens, uh, you know, people get uncomfortable. It's like, oh, change. What are we talking about? Change. I would take that to mean maybe him potentially replacing Bill Belichick. Uh, so Bill was asked earlier in the week about the job Gerard has done. Uh, on defense this year didn't engage said hey we got a lot of good coaches on the staff a lot of people are uh, doing their job on that side of the ball he was asked a similar question but in a different way I think this was Karen who asked this question if I remember right it was
5: with this being the final week uh, of the regular season there will be coach openings down the road and I was wondering if you thought Gerard Mayo would make a good head coach one day Oh uh, yeah, I think we have a lot of a lot of coaches on our staff who are, are good coaches. I'm not really like who you know a position <laughs> to you
4: know, name them
5: other teams or other would be looking for or aren't looking for. So um yeah, I think we have a lot of good coaches on our staff. Name so I'll them. be one of them.
1: Okay. He says Gerard we'll be one of them at the end and he does in fairness start by saying yeah at the beginning. Um is that just pettiness? <laughs>
4: I think he's probably annoyed by the reporting going around about oh it's Gerard. they are a oh people like Gerard in the building like that kind of stuff probably drives him nuts and so he doesn't want to give any air to it. Not saying that's the right way to go about it, but I imagine that Bill's like this but again. But this reporting. this goes
1: back to the Mac thing where it's like all right, I get it, Bill. You don't want to you don't want to you know, add to the speculation in any way, but like, yeah, I still feel the same way about Mac. It's one sentence. It's quick. I still feel the same way about Mac. I said it then nice
2: thing about Gerard
1: Mayo. Yeah. Right. (laughs) How about say
4: I'm the one who hired Gerard to be here. He's excellent.
1: Yeah. Right. (laughs) But so that's what I'm saying. So there's a million, but there's a million (laughs) different ways to, to add a little bit and not look so petty and not really in any way, still answer the question. Uh, to where you're saying, well, yeah, I think Gerard should replace me, or yeah, I think Mac stinks now. Just no, I still feel the same way about Mac. Gerard but,
4: is better than Steve, right?
1: But, but uh, I still feel the same way about Mac. But all due respect, I'm focused on the Jets. Wish Gerard was. That's my easy. Son. <laughs> I, I wish I wish I, I would bring in Gerard over Steve and Brian. Yes, Gerard no, but,
4: is like the son I wish I
1: had. But like, but he just sounds so petty. So like, yeah, I think Gerard would make a great head coach. But you know, we're trying to get ready for the Jets here, and yeah, I think he I think he'd make a really great head coach somewhere someday. And then we read into that, I'm sure. But, like, there, there, there's a way to do it where you're not just sounding petty. Like, I'll read into anything he says. He's up there for a reason. I'm going to read into it. But, like, I'm not going to sit here and call him petty because that sounded petty.
4: To be fair, he has a bad case of the sniffle, so he might be on the lean as I was earlier No, you're week. right. He's
1: so verbose normally, Mego. He's so yeah. expansive and verbose normally that, <laughs> that, that that's got to be what it was. He was short on these answers because he's under the weather. That has to be
2: it. If he was sick, he'd, like, talk a lot. <laughs> he'd be, like, if, he had the, if he had the lean brain going, he'd just be rambling on and on about <laughs> stuff. But, yeah, no, I agree. I think that there was, uh, and I'm sure at this point, I mean, he's been getting asked about this all year. It's not like this is the first time it's come up, and he's been parrying these questions away the whole time. Um, not necessarily specifically about Gerard Mayo, but about the future and sort of everything else. And it just sort of seems like this is his hardline stance, and it's going to be probably the whole time. I doubt he's ever going to open I'll tell you, the uh, until he writes his memoirs the, the
1: answer that we keep getting, it seems to me, from all of the reporting, Callahan yesterday, Volan today, uh, rap sheet the other day, it doesn't sound like Mayo's a done deal. And so I wonder why that is. It could be that simple, it, he's not, a slam dunk anymore. This was a a earth shattering year to the crafts, and they believed a certain thing about Mayo going into the year. But this year played out, and now it's like, boy, we really got to reevaluate everything. It's possible that the crafts are just putting out there that, well, you know what, we're interested in Brian Flores, and you know what, uh, maybe it's Josh McDaniels or some of these other names that are out there. Vrabel, that's potentially available. We're really interested in that. That'd be a home run hire for us, and they're just putting that out there. So it makes it look like there's a real surge and they can satisfy the Rooney rule and everything else. But it doesn't sound to me from all the reporting like Mayo is a slam dunk. He might be the most likely candidate, but it's not a slam dunk that he's replacing Bill.
4: Yeah, it sounds like he's still the most likely candidate to me. And if they're dragging their feet with the meetings with Bill and how they're going to have any kind of exit strategy or what they're going to do next, that would further indicate to me that they're leaning heavily towards Drad Mayo as the heir apparent, at least as the head coach. But it's if you flip it on its side for any other reason. So, like, if you think that Gerard Mayo maybe is not as interested in the post because he's going to oh, be taking over a crappy team. Interesting, and it's he's going to be another Belichick disciple who goes to a crappy circumstance or stays in a crappy circumstance, and so then he looks like a bad coach. But I would just say I would push back against that oh, that idea because, like. Honestly, how how hot will Mayo be after this season as a head coaching candidate? I don't say that like he's not going to be, but I I mean, I'm asking like genuinely.
1: Does is he getting linked to any other jobs?
4: I haven't seen it yet. Me
1: neither. Maybe I haven't heard it. And, and there's yeah. a, there's a simple answer to that. Maybe and everybody his, just his, assumes he's the guy here.
4: Right. His players speak very highly of him. His defense is performing very well for most of the season, but certainly in the second half. And so I could understand how you could sell that as Gerard Mayo has. He has great leadership capabilities in the face of all these challenges. He lost two of his best players. The The whole locker room was in shambles. It was dysfunction throughout the organization. Just look at the Boston Herald story. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I just haven't seen anything indicating, hey, Gerard Mayo is, a, is really a favorite to bring into this other situation. He yeah. also
2: turned down enough jobs and interviews over the years that maybe these teams are sort of just like, this guy's not going anywhere. He's not. We can't pry him loose from well, the he had, Patriots.
1: Hasn't he only turned down the one interview? Like, he, he maybe turned out – did he ever get an offer two years ago? He turned, out, uh, he turned out an interview last year for sure. I thought the year prior he did take an interview and maybe, you know, uh, withdrew. Yeah, and withdrew from it or something like that. I forget exactly how that went down. I'd have well, to really familiarize myself. Well, if he
2: had an interview and then withdrew after that, then that sort of it, it speaks to my point a well, little more there. Maybe. You know? Or
1: you just know you're not going to get it, so, oh, I didn't even want it. Sure. You know, I mean, there's there's that game, too.
2: I suppose. But also, I mean, some, some other owners may be looking at it now like, okay – this guy's star is fading he's a little got, bit. He's, he's defense, got something in New England. And he's staying in New England anyway, so what's the point?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what people thought about McDaniels, and then he went and leapt to the Raiders. True. Uh, real quick, because it's out there, and uh, it is interesting. Ken Rosenthal and Jim McCaffrey are reporting that, uh, well, the Red Sox are open to the idea of moving Yoshida. Uh, and this comes on the the heels of what Chris Cotillo, Codillo, Cotillo, reported the other day that the Red Sox would be shaving any payroll to add a player. And the player that it seems like they're honed in on is Teoscar Hernandez, which, nice player, not putting you over the top, not a superstar by any means. He'd help this team. And so they're telling him they have to reduce payroll before they commit to him. And so maybe that's Kenley Jansen. That's a name that Cotillo wrote about the other day. Uh, According to Rosenthal and McCaffrey in The Athletic, several teams have inquired about Yoshida. And while the Red Sox don't appear to be actively shopping him, they are open to virtually any idea as they seek to build a better roster. So we all hate the idea they have to shave off payroll to add a player. But let's accept that as reality. That's how John Henry wants the business run. You're Craig Breslow. Are you trading Jansen or are you trading Yoshida?
4: I think Yoshida makes more sense for how your team, like how your roster is structured right now and what you're probably getting back. Because when you lose Jansen, then you are getting, Trying to fill in that closer role and shift over in a pitching setup structure, as Alex Cora says, that's already just like it's it, just a house of cards, at least because you haven't made enough moves. So. I guess I would say Yoshida, but it still feels like a big loss because Yoshida was one of the most interesting aspects of the last season.
1: Yoshida just he fell off so much in the second half. Uh, I really liked how it started, and and this would be my answer to it. Well, RK, let me hear you first. Jansen or Yoshida?
2: I think Jansen, even though I I do think they need a closer, I think it may be uh, just more money that gets freed up. You might get a a better return because he's a bigger name, like that sort of thing. I think
1: that's fair. It's like... Number one, he's a closer, and you can find closers. I really like Jansen, but you can, like, pump out closers and move on from them, and there's a million examples of that. The Rays are a really good one where you can replace Jansen. I don't know if you can do it in-house with Martin or Halk or Wink or whomever else, but, like, maybe you can do it in-house or maybe you can do it on the cheap somewhere else or via trade. I have no I idea. I think is making a little
2: more money, but, like, it's negligible. But
1: I, I bet Jansen gets more in a trade. And so it's like, all right, he's up at the end of the year. We have less control with him. I bet he fetches more in return. I I guess. I I might be wrong about that. I I just think if you're Breslow, there are a lot of people in baseball who weren't big fans of, if not Yoshida, certainly the contract that the Red Sox handed out. If Breslow is not a Yoshida fan, and I have no idea if he is or isn't, if he's not a fan, then that that should be the player they move. Like, and that then does
4: be, that get you excited because it shows a departure and thinking
1: from Hein Bloom? I mean, maybe I, but I didn't think that was a bad signing. Like for all the crummy, I loved for all the all the, the crummy signing made, Bloom yeah. signings, that was actually kind of a good one. So I just if you if you're Breslow and you never believed in him, you should be trying to move off of him now because he still has a little bit of value, even though he finished down last year. Meaning in the second half, the final couple of months, he does still have value. I don't think as much as Jansen on the trade market, but again, I'm not exactly Mister Baseball. I'm not super plugged in on that. Uh, but I I would be moving Yoshida before Jansen. But I understand Arkan's thought process uh, because it's a closer, and maybe you can get a little more. Uh, what do you guys think? Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. It was an interesting day for Bill Belichick, as we've told you, in perhaps his final press conference today. He was sick. He was under the weather.
2: Yeah,
1: which, that's right. Which Aww. when Brady came when Brady came back as a member of the Tampa Bay Bucks. He was not well either, right? Like he was, he was sick. He sounded like garbage when he came back, wasn't he? Yeah,
4: that week, as it was upcoming to that game, he did a press conference where he just looked yes. Huh?
1: So maybe, maybe no, there's. You're right. I played in a lot of big games. <laughs> um, it was a big game That's for a team. That's what it
4: was. Yes. Wow.
1: That was worse than I remembered.
4: It was horrible. So like
1: Brady sounded like garbage, and uh, same thing. I know. It came back. Wow. So Bill was not far he behind. that. kind of
4: like Arkin the second time he got strep throat. <laughs>
1: So maybe maybe there's something going on here. Very strange. Uh, but not only was Bill under the weather, uh, similar to Mego earlier in this segment, dropping life lessons on me, uh, Bill's also dropping some life lessons on some of the Patriots. We'll get to that with all your...
4: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours... The energy the tough labor you are a fighter and modella is your reward modella the mark of a fighter Drink responsibly beer imported by crown import chicago illinois
0: now with the
1: mlb app you can get baseball your way
2: Jones and Nego.
4: I never said I could take on a hip No,
2: in fairness, you did. With arcand You ever I... see a hippo eat a watermelon? It's amazing. On Boston Sports
1: Original. I wonder what arcand just does with his time. This I watch hippos eating watermelons. W-E-E-I.
5: Thought I'd spare everybody in the first couple rows, my uh coughing and sneezing.
3: You get you got enough cough drops there? Hopefully. Oh. I hope you feel better.
1: So, Bill Belichick, under the weather today. Your antenna went up, Mego when he first switched from in-person to Zoom, right? I said,
4: what's going on here? This is, this could be the last Friday bill. And Friday bill is the most verbose bill, the happiest bill most cases.
1: Some might say the most boring, if you've heard his Lawrence Taylor and long snapper stories. But I know the beat writers down there enjoy verbose bill.
4: Depends on the subject.
1: Yeah. He's at, least,
4: he's at least a little looser. How about that? Sure.
1: He's been here 24 years, so we've heard we've heard all your Lawrence Taylor stories, Bill. <laughs> so I, I get it, but I, people like Friday, Bill. And so you said, oh, they're moving him to Zoom. What could be happening? And it turns out they did it because he's sick.
4: Sicky. Got got something going on there. Uh,
1: he, he loves the media so much he didn't want to he not want to pass it yeah, on to anybody. Right. He's
4: like, I'm, I'm really thinking of
2: you. So
1: that uh, that makes perfect sense. But no, a long I think time
2: he didn't want to grunt in front of everybody. <laughs> it was the fair blow a snot rocket on him.
1: Fair assumption that maybe uh, something was up when Bill switched to a Zoom, and I I still think by the way, like, and if you listen to the full press conference and I did, y- y- you could hear that no follow ups were allowed. In the in the Zoom because, That's because
4: there was a hundred people in there. No,
1: but I understand. But I'm saying, but the, it is it is different. That's what's different about a Zoom press conference versus an actual press conference where you can follow up and you can shout over people. And it's like Zoom has to be a little more orderly. This person has this question at that time, and you can hear Stacy saying, "We're not doing any follow ups today." And so when he gives Phil Perry three words about Patriots fans, passionate, very passionate. No, he can't follow up. And so there is some control going on there, but I'll, I'll cut Bill some slack. Whatever no,
5: toughness is resiliency, and and uh, you know his attitude toward, toward competing.
1: <coughs> oh, I mean that's a that's a gross one. That is a that is a deep loogie-filled <laughs> gross cough. Is you, what that you
3: is. You heard some
4: phlegm in that?
1: Let me hear it again. There's definitely a phlegm there, right? Am I wrong? <coughs> yeah, it's wet. There's a little bit. <coughs> Sorry. Okay, well, I was that say, I was saying, That was a dry cough. No,
4: it dried with phlegm at the end. That's tough. That which is was satisfying because you get it out at the end.
1: Give me that again. Who was that? Who was that? That was Greg. That was Greg. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> Sorry.
4: See, you can hear the production. <coughs> yeah, at the end.
1: something something got hacked up there. We got any of our cans? Nice. Uh, are you kidding? Bruins <laughs> <laughs> Thursday. <laughs>
2: Ooh, wow. That so that got wet. <laughs> I got,
4: no, stop uh, saying
2: that. that got, the worst uh, the Dale Arnold one's the worst. That got wet. Have you heard I don't little, even want to. If, if you're playing chunky.
3: it, I don't even want to hear it. Well, I'll i it. Honestly, it. I'll listen to it. Yeah, Have it. I heard it. it? I don't know.
2: Play it. I used it in production piece. He's used it before. Yeah, he's
1: searching. He's searching through his, his voluminous. What are you guys
2: talking about today deal? Uh we'll talk uh, a little bit Whoa! excuse me, I got it all
4: choked oh, up about Sean Corelli's birthday. birthday. It's the lip wow. smacking that is well, the tough part of that. One more time. I,
1: ga- I gagged a little bit. One more time. What are you guys talking about today deal? Uh, we'll talk uh, a little bit, excuse uh, me, I got it all choked up oh, about Sean Correlli's birthday.
4: birthday. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: That's what it, that's what it sounds Happy like to birthday, hear. Cause it
4: sounds like he's moving the phlegm around his lips there.
1: Yeah. And then what do you do with it? You gotta just,
4: you gotta hock it out.
1: Uh, it's not Better I don't, think, I don't think that's what happened there. <laughs> you think that got hocked out?
4: Maybe he had a I little. Think I think that got
1: just right back down.
4: Ew, Jones. I think that's what
1: that was. Ew. That went right back down. Uh, I don't
4: know why there's so many subjects that I don't find that gross, but this one like actually makes me cringe.
1: Bills coughs?
4: That we'll talking about you work phlegm. with Arcan.
1: Does the phlegm grosses you out? It's like it's ten times a show. Arcan's with him.
4: is pretty sure. dry though. You know, <clears throat> Arcan's. You can just tell it's a tickle in the back of his throat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ew. That was not that was from that today? Just now? Ju- that was an hour ago. That was, Our kid that was walked that was, in, in a
4: room and hey. burped into the mar- <laughs> mic. And then
1: that, <laughs> heavy what, Play that again. Play that again. <laughs> that man. Ha- that man is lecturing anybody else. He's
2: like, I can't even hear it. Don't even play Dale for me. That's so disgusting. <laughs> was, just, that was that was grosser than mine. What mm. Dale's was? I mean, come on. <laughs> okay. What like that? Like <clears> clearing your throat. What are you guys talking break. about today, Dale? This <laughs> was, uh, we'll talk
1: uh, a little bit. <clears throat>
2: Excuse me. So you wet. have to you have to acknowledge it.
1: Give me, give me the Arcan burp again. <sighs> yeah, was, Dale was grosser. I, well, I was the deal was I don't well I don't like Not that Arcan is ballpark. like
4: breathing so heavily after the burp. He's yeah. like oh, <laughs> that takes so much out of me.
1: I swear to God, until the end there, <laughs> if I didn't know any better. Those sound like DMX outtakes to me. I swear, I, sw- I swear to God. How does this station not have a Musinex sponsor? Honest oh, <laughs> to God. Yeah, seriously. How do we? How do we not? It's a great question. Uh, well, I wanted to get to Bill dropping life lessons here, but we've been sidetracked by flam and burps and everything else. Uh, so let's let's get back on track here with our buddy Matt and Walpole. He wants to weigh in on the discussion with the Red Sox. Go ahead, Matt.
4: I'm so glad I have a graduate degree. Yes, to do yes, this. yes, yes.
1: You should.
2: I uh, man, that was, that was something. Anyway, <laughs> but I. The, the Red sox, i I think you're getting your your New year's wish, Jones, because they are just making me really angry actually. I Matt can I, I just can I just jump in? Doing.
1: I like to do this from time to time for listeners who don't know Matt Walpole I've argued with Matt numerous times he he'll defend the Red Sox and a uh, big Red Sox fan, and when you're losing Matt, John Henry, when you're starting to lose Matt that's a that's a dangerous place to be is all I would say, so keep going Matt.
2: Yeah, well, you know what it is, Jones. I explained it to you over the summer uh, that I just thought I was okay with not spending money because I thought they were saving up for this offseason. And then that's what Tom Warner actually, like, told me to my face. Full throttle. And now I'm being told that we're, we're going to, what, trade Yoshida to free up money for Teoscar Hernandez? That doesn't even make any sense. Like, I, it's just, I, trading Yoshida, by the way, just in general, might be, like, my 13th reason because that's, that's insane. You have a guy who hit 290 in his first year while adjusting to the amount of games and the style of pitching in the MLB, and you want to trade him? That's so,
1: nuts. So let me tell you, uh, I said I would trade Yoshida before Jansen, and I there, there's a lot of flack on the text line for that, which I was surprised at. I'm like, I would rather keep Jansen. I like what Jansen gave you last year. I feel like there's uh, a bit of a logjam when it comes to Yoshida. Uh, in the outfield, uh, even at DH, he's clogging things up a little bit. You still at, don't really have a DH either, by the way. Yeah, but whatever. But you can you can use that position in different ways. You can find one. Maybe it's Teoscar Hernandez. Devers
2: will be there. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Months. Like, Rafael well, Devers that's, should that's be just there. Matt, you got a bunch of guys who are probably going to need that right. spot
1: very soon. Okay, right. So how do you clear up the logjam Yoshida? And I was surprised at the pushback that we got there. And, and Matt is one of them. So maybe I'm I'm misreading uh, how Red Sox fans feel about Yoshida a little bit. Number two, and maybe I just blew right past this when we were reading the Rosenthal piece earlier. Who would you rather have, Teoscar Hernandez or Yoshida? Like, let me I, do, I just skipped right past everything. I'm like, oh, if you're going to bring somebody in and you got to cut payroll, Yoshida makes it. Wouldn't you rather just have Yoshida
2: than Teoscar Hernandez?
4: Yes, it's like one of those moments. that wrong to is think that? getting too cute.
2: Am I or wrong to think that, Arcan? I think Hernandez is better. Okay, and a little younger too? No, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'll
1: refamiliarize myself. I know he's got pop in his bat, and I know he's been good in years past.
4: Well, younger is that why you want to move on from? Part I of know the he's already thirty-one. They're about
2: the same age, but uh,
1: okay. So there, there's more, there's more pop there. There's less contact. Like I, I don't know. I feel like I'd rather. I feel like I personally would rather have Yoshida. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez has been an all-star before. I have no idea how he is defensively. I probably by default, he's better than Yoshida, but maybe he sucks too. I don't know. I'd rather stick with the known commodity, I guess is my real answer, than chasing a little bit of pop from Teoscar Hernandez,
2: which I do think you can find.
4: I really thought you were going to be like chasing a little tail (laughs) from
2: Hernandez. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) From Hernandez. No, Hernandez is a more established major leaguer than Yoshida is. No, 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 but
1: not here. Like how many times have we seen established players come here and you have no idea what you're going to get out of them? We know what Yoshida is, and if... If part of it is the transition that that Matt and Walpole is referencing, part of the the tail off in the second half is the transition. and He got used to it, and now we're going to get the first three or four months of the year for a full year would be the hope. Then I would rather have Yoshida. Uh, and, and yeah, I don't. Why are you carving out money just to sign someone like Teoscar Hernandez? Pathetic is what it is. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. What are you
0: guys talking about today, Dale? No,
1: uh, we'll Ow. talk uh, a little bit. I mean, excuse me, I got it all. Bruins Thursday here. <coughs> I mean. So Arcan but... was right to say that uh, the Dale one was grosser, but he's he's very he's very wrong to get up on his Flemmy his soapbox there and lecture anybody else <laughs> gets on, up on it and
4: then he slips. Yeah,
1: and then he burps and he just gets up on his soapbox and belches at everybody like you're, you're the wrong person to be sending that message is all I'm telling you. You know me. You know I don't get grossed
2: out easily. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I mean, I really don't. Yes, no, we know.
1: Grossed.
2: No, that that grosses me. Out. I mean, I I think we <laughs> I we all
3: understand yeah. that you yeah. don't get
2: grossed out very easy. It's rare that I ever even uh, venture into this, but that that one drop just gets me every time.
1: Six one seven 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 nine
3: seven ninety three seven. I, I, I think need
1: sexier. It does sound like DMX. I swear to God. Uh, anyway, uh, what's an acceptable time frame for Robert Kraft to make it's a decision?
4: Too much Fourier on the show tonight. On
1: <laughs> Bill Belichick, we'll get to that with your phone calls next. T-Mobile
0: has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours